This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to the Double Feature Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts, and I'm here with Joanne So from the new paper. Hello. Hello. We have two films this week, Toy Story 4 and Murder Mystery. One is really good. Let's find out which one. <laughs> Toy Story 4. Now, I have not seen this one. I have to confess, I've yet to see Toy Story 3. And the, you know the reason I've not seen Toy Story 3? Because it's get you to cry. Because I was told it was so emotional. <laughs> People who I trusted, there's apparently some harrowing event in it that's like, oh, you can't, if you don't unleash <laughs> tears at this, you have no emotions. And it kind of scared me off. Much like horror movies. <laughs> Much like I'm reading reviews of the upcoming Midsummer, And it sounds so horrific. I th- I'm scaring myself out of it. So I've kind of emotioned myself out <laughs> of watching Toy Story 3. But anyway, that was 10 years ago. 10 years, 9 years, around there. Around there. Yeah, which is uh, an extraordinary amount of time. First Toy Story was actually 1995, 24 yes, years ago. I know, 24 years ago. The whole gang is back, more or less. Woody, yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Mm. <laughs> Isn't every Toy Story, one of them goes missing? Yes. So what is special about this one? Is this Pixar-level genius? Um, I think yes and no, because Toy Story was the first Pixar films, right? So, I mean, it, it laid down all the, you know, the, all the highs and lows and whatever we have. And we have obviously seen Woody and Buzz like, yeah, over the years. I was so surprised when I read that uh, there's going to be Toy Story 4, because I thought Toy Story 3 ended so well. Well, everyone did, right? Yeah, it was just it's like, like, do we need it? Yeah, do we need it? You know, I was a bit reluctant watching because I was such a big Pixar fan. I was, I was just very scared to be disappointed by this Toy Story 4. But surprisingly, it didn't. So, I mean, they found a way to continue the story, which I guess it it works in a way because toys, they're plastic. No, nobody ages. It's just like, it well, just guess, happened yeah. like a few years down. Is Andy still in this? Andy was yes. the original owner of yes, Woody. Yes, and and yes, Andy is. Yes. But Andy must be like dad now, is he? You really don't know what happened in Toy Story 3. I avoided it. <laughs> you have no, to watch no. Toy Story 3 before this one. Oh, okay. Because well, I, I will it really continues sure. the whole entire, like, how I'm guessing after 10 years, to... if you don't have kids and you haven't been forced to watch Toy Stories all the way, every day, yeah, the general public may just need a quick refresher. Uh, yes, okay. So the general refresher, it happens in the first few minutes where I see a recap of how everybody has watched Toy Story 3. It's not a spoiler thing. <laughs> it's not spoiler. I'll just but say no, it. No, yes. <laughs> At the end of Toy Story 3, Andy passed all his beloved toys and friends over to this little girl called Bonnie. Right. So that's how the story continues. A new, I don't know, new chapter. Okay. So this little girl who is, I think it's uh, kindergarten age. Have they followed the conceit of many sequels recently that it is literally 10 years on? Or is this directly after Toy Story It's 3? directly after Toy Story 3. So anyway, it's the, the, the whole gist of like, you no. Know, Woody always have to do something. He he finds himself, the responsibility of being the top toy is to be responsible for everybody, everybody's well-being. Okay. So it's continuous the same thing. He, he I guess it's his job. His why his as his assistance is to do something, make himself useful. He feels something useful. But this time round, he realized that hey, I'm not the top toy anymore. It's like I'm being, he's not been played for a few times. Okay. And he actually gathers dust bunny. So I guess it deals with how his psyche and everything else is, how mental. Even Buzz came up to him, are you all right? Are you are you comfortable with this? You know, you're not not played, you're not picked again this is week. Is this a film for the parents? The whole <laughs> thing of growing older and realising, 
well, my time is passing, you know, the younger people will be coming up and all Yeah, that. maybe in a way, because then, then he has to find himself in a way. I thought it was it was a bit whiny because he's always like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. But yet he's, he's this, you know, urge to be able to do something with his life, to be able to make his kid so happy. So this is basically Woody facing retirement. Yes, in a way. Right, okay. <laughs> so the whole story follows, but he, he kind of becomes a stole away to this uh, his new kid Bonnie mm-hmm. he, he, she's supposed to go to kindergarten but I think she's unhappy because she don't want to go to school she's scared of you know the first day and orientation stuff so Woody takes some point and says a toy must always be there to comfort the kid although toys are not allowed in school Right. So he stoles away and then he follows her to kindergarten. And yes, we see uh, poor Bonnie being left out and everything else. But during arts and craft time, he Woody sort of helped her find some materials. And there it was. Bonnie makes a new friend who calls Forky, made out of the a spork and some pipe cleaners and some googly eyes and like you know, ice cream sticks for legs. Okay. So it's a new toy. Mm. But who thinks he's trash. Every time he sees a bean, he jumps inside because he is trash because he's been thrown away. So a spot is like recycled wow. trash. This this sounds a bit dark to <laughs> no, me. Not really. It's it's a it's a toy with self-esteem issues. <laughs> There's another one facing retirement <laughs> and trying to find his use in life. This isn't for the kids, right? Uh I think I think it's meant for both ways because there are some gags that's definitely for kids, but it's definitely written for those people who has grown up with Toy Story okay. Toy Story in the first place. So Okay, the whole so much emotion in these cutting things. Cutting everything short. Long story short, so on a road trip, mm. Forky still tries to inject himself, inject himself yes. somewhere. So of course, if you've seen from the trailer, Woody goes after him. Okay, and then they find themselves at this um, carnival, that where he meets Bo Peep, who is long lost friend, and ah. I think it's a rumored. Well, it shows to be a love interest, but it's kind of strange because it's among toys. It's with kid friendly. So, but that's when I guess the the movie changed its tempo, which is more, so much focused more on Bo Peep and who is now this like you know she's supposed to be this porcelain doll, right. but she's this gung ho like you no know, she is like the Woody is like the one who saves everybody the one who okay. holds everybody together but she does it in so much more gutsier and more action I'm the leader kind of that's what a true leader is supposed to be. So belied this, you know, this glass porcelain thing, you know, she's this well, she's she's really the action person. All films are now you need to have a female protagonist, the strong female lead, sure. and that's where she, she is. And I thought that was so much fun to well, see her Well, especially Pixar now. They have to atone for yeah. certain things, I guess. Yeah, and, and it's like, especially when she takes, there's a whole part where she meets up with Keanu's Duke Kaboom. She just tells Woody to keep quiet, let her do all the talking. Okay, so this is the thing. You, you, Keanu's in this. <laughs> yes. I mean, Keanu must have just... The perfect storm of Keanu this past <laughs> month. He's been at E3... He's had the greatest cameo in Always Be My Maybe. Yes. He's John Wick, and now he's everywhere. Mm. And now it's even further confirmed that uh, Kevin Feige has been talking to him <laughs> about getting him the Marvel role, whatever that Marvel role is. How is he in this? Is, is he good? Is he? You know, I, well, I, obviously, I mean, it's Keanu. I, it's got to be perfect. So. When I first watched it, I didn't even realise it was Keanu until the very, very end where he said, you know, his whoa when he said that I was like wait nobody does that as like Keanu does so I was like you know because even without knowing that it was Keanu before when I watched the previews it's like this guy is hilarious it was like an evil Knievel type yes uh, for the youngsters out there <laughs> evil Knievel was a stuntman in the 70s who seemingly had some insane death wish and jumped huge canyons in a rocket bike yeah and you could get toys of him that was the most 
the most treasured toy when I was a kid was the Evil Knievel bike set because he, he could wind up the oh. bike and it, it's a and it's like a little dynamo and he'd set him off. This one and I the think Evil is quite Knievel similar. toys were just, oh, they yeah. were, if you had those, you were king of the block. Well, it's supposed to be, so. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Duke, Duke Kaboom's character has quite an interesting backstory of how he became a lost toy. So, Bo Peep, like I mentioned just now, is like this leader of all the lost toys. Woody always wants to belong to a kid. Her mm. point, her stand is, what's wrong with not having a kid? There's so many kids out there. A toy's responsibility is to bring joy and whatever. But you don't have to belong to just one kid. She's leading the resistance. Yes. And then she actually like scolds him, why aren't you following to my plan? And you screw everything up, which he did. <laughs> so the, the dynamics, is, it's quite interesting that they turn it around to have the female leading it, this thing. It and, sounds like and this is a very buzz light it's yes. a Buzz Light year. <laughs> uh, I hate that I just thought of that. But anyway, yeah. So this this is uh, this is this is Light on the Buzz. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, Buzz Light doesn't have that much as compared to the past few films. Mm. He doesn't have much of a a role or something to do in wow. in much okay. on this. I mean, he's still a. I guess you call it a second lead or something, but um, yeah. by the way, thing, it, it really doesn't seem to figure into. It's no. kind of there in the it's, publicity. There's, there's but a it's lot just of new around. toys coming into into play with this, so I think although this sets up to be really the last film for Toy Story, but I think they can be doing they get a few more spin-offs if they want to do it for all this because there's so many other lost toys and so many backstories like like even like um Keanu's story. I think he'll make a great addition all by himself. It's quite a Airhead in a way, hmm. but he's quite a loyal guy, so it's quite he's he's hilarious. It's like, I really didn't know it was Kenu until I st- it's like this can't be it because it's like he's everywhere, but yet you know you don't think that he'll do a a voice. There was no word that he was in going to be featured in Toy Story four until it's like so I read the credits. I was like, oh yes, it's Kenu. So you enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed on it. a level of uh, Toy Story one, two, or three, four, where is this about? It's definitely not as good as 3 because 3 was really the emotional part of it. So I guess this between after 1, it changes things up but it's still kept to the same formula and I think focusing so much on Woody all the time gets a bit um, boring anyway. So I guess having a new, a new fresh spin on this leader of this toys thingy is, is good. Well worth watching then? Yes. All right. You gave it 4 out of 5, I guess it should yes. be. I watched it twice already. Good grief. Okay. Well, one to watch there. Uh, If you're not going out to the cinemas, there is also this film called Murder Mystery. It's out on Netflix. And apparently it's broken all records. Around 30 million people binged it. Well, you can't really binge a film, can you? Yeah, I know. 30 million people watched it last weekend when it launched. It's. I, I, I was surprised because it's Adam Sandler. <laughs> I think this is where his niche is. They, I mean, he was one of the early early adopters of... I guess of Netflix they brought mm, him on quite early on his films. and he did things like Ridiculous 6 mm. which you know I have to say I have not watched but you know you can pretty much get every Adam Sandler film yeah I know you can see there. it's like on, on the catalogue it's like okay no, I'm not watching this I'm not watching this I'm not watching this well I quite like Happy Madison the you know the guy who hockey plays golf oh, yeah, for, yeah 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 um, so Murder Mystery it's it's a very much a Sunday watch. It feels like it's very non-committal. It's it's uh, a bit different to his usual Adam Sandler films in that he doesn't seem as prone to 
complete anger outbursts. Mm. He seems a bit of a calmer character, which may just reflect on Adam Sandler generally. Yeah, it's him reuniting with Jennifer Aniston. They were in Just Go With It. When he was doing cinema releases and basically looking to do Adam Sandler Wants to Go on Holiday, (laughs) seemingly so many films of his are just, oh, you're going to this resort, are you? Just him and his friends hanging around a resort. I've always been very interested in Adam Sandler. He's very, he's quite loyal to his cast. Yeah, he's group of people. He has a repertory yep. group, which is quite nice in this. But day this age. one has quite a number of um, new faces. But I thought there's quite fam- quite a number of familiar names too. Well, Jennifer Aniston. We got Luke Evans playing the Caddish Charles Cavendish, Terence Stamp. But then again, he'll do pretty much anything these days. Gemma Arterton as a femme fatale. David Williams as a very camp son of Terence Stamp. Generally, the story is is that New York cop, Adam Sandler, who has been lying to his wife, Jennifer Aniston, who works in a hair salon, lying to her that he's a detective. He, he's not passed the exam yet, and he keeps on trying to pass the exam, but he's, his nerve goes, and he's a terrible shot, apparently. <laughs> so after years of nagging, they have an anniversary, and... She says, when are you going to take me to Europe? You promised to take me to Europe 15 years ago. So he arranges to take her to Europe, but he does it on a very budget thing. But on the plane over, Jennifer Aston wanders into first class, where she meets Luke Evans. Ah. And Luke Evans is all very, hello, my dear. (laughs) So he invites her onto his luxury yacht, at which point the Agatha Christiness all kicks off. So on this yacht is going to be uh, Terence Stamp changing his will. And he has his uh, son, David Williams, and his young wife, who used to be going out with Luke Evans, and then Gemma Arterton's there, and they're all connected. And uh, um, You sound bored already. <laughs> the thing is, it's not an offensive film. I think people watched it because it doesn't seem too bad. It doesn't seem like the standard Adam Sandler thing. Some of the jokes are pretty bad. Some aren't so bad. There's there's quite a fun kind of a very left field joke where Adam Sandler knows Latin or he thinks he knows Latin because, <laughs> you know, it's, uh-huh. a, it's an eternal language apparently. <laughs> so Terence Stamp is murdered on the boat. Oh. And then, yeah, they've got to find out who. So as a semi-detective, him and Jennifer Aniston start doing the Poirot and Miss Marple kind of thing. <laughs> but, so, yeah, it's... It's a Sunday afternoon. It's what I would call a Sunday afternoon film in that it takes zero brain power. <laughs> it's not too offensive. Bizarrely, two films in as short an amount of time, released essentially the same week because it was Men in Black International mm. and both Murder Mystery, mm. released. And one of the biggest jokes that they have in it is an American rushing to get into a to drive a car. So in Men in Black, it's Tessa Thompson getting into the yeah. so super Audi thing. Yeah part of the Audi ad that was in Men in Black International. In Murder Mystery, it's a Ferrari. They both get in, eager to drive, first time ever, <laughs> and then realise that the steering wheel is on the other <laughs> side for a European car. It's a strange <laughs> confluence of jokes there. But otherwise, yeah, it's... If you can guess who the culprit is, well, I don't think you are. Detective <laughs> level. Yeah, it could do the job. It, it's it's kind of like, it's not my, offensive enough to hate. I think my visual wallpaper, for if I'd watch something on Netflix, is John Wick. It's back on, it's back on Netflix. Oh, it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> The very first one. Murder Mystery, it's on Netflix. 
And you can watch it now. It's Adam Sandler not being too bad. <laughs> Although he's, he's looking better now. He was looking quite haggard for a while. <laughs> he's lost a lot of weight. And I think he's built some weight back up, so he looks a bit fuller in the face again. Well, he has to look like someone, someone Jennifer Aniston would marry. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the whole premise of Adam Sandler films, he's one of those guys that has, he's a schlub. But somehow, his other half will be just ridiculously out yeah, of his league. Yeah, 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 As right. in, no way <laughs> in the real world are you going out with him. But yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a privilege when you are both writer, producer, and whatever else on these things. <laughs> yes, I think my wife shall be Jennifer Aniston this time. <laughs> so that was Murder Mystery. Watch it on Netflix. And that is where we'll leave it for this week. Joanne, thank you very much for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you to you at home for listening. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or indeed Spotify, do like, rate, and review us. Every little helps. And until another double feature next time, goodbye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.